Alright, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mother Struggler Podcast. I've got Taylor here with me. Taylor is the mom of two young kiddos, and I'm going to let her tell uh, y'all a little bit about herself. I have two small children. They are 18 months apart to the day, and that was obviously not planned. Um, We got married after our first one was born. He was born 5, 5, 10, 16 Wow, see, that's the struggle of motherhood. You've got two small children. You can't remember their birthdays. Uh, 5, 10, 16 was when Carter was born, and we got married on 5, 6, 17. And then that same year in October is whenever Kylie was born. So ever since then, I've been a stay-at-home mom. Well, first off, I just want to say that I completely understand forgetting your kids' birthdays and any important dates at all because it just becomes really hard when you're an adult and a mom. Um, but I noticed that you said that you know you had Carter after you had or after you got married. Um, so tell me, you know, when you decided to leave your job and why you made that decision. I was um, pregnant with Kylie. I was so sick, honestly. I think it was around five to six months I was pregnant with her. And I had, I was diagnosed with what's called hyperemis gravidarium. So with that is basically just fancy medical terminology for throws up every single day, all day long. And I threw up with her and was so sick with the morning sickness that they tell you only happens in that first trimester. I was sick with her. I felt like the minute I took that pregnancy test and found out I was pregnant up until two hours before I had her was the last time I had thrown up. So about five to six months into my pregnancy with her was when I finally made the decision. I had already ran out of sick time at work and had used vacation time at my job. So I was literally left with no other way to really be sick. The only thing that saved me was having like the FMLA, the Family Medical Leave Act. That was really the only thing that I had to like kind of ride on. But I just knew with the season at my job, like they were, we were all just so busy at that time. That was, you know, right around summertime, people were moving in. And so um, I just made that decision and thought that it was going to be, you know, the right decision. And it was because I was so sick, but it also was one of those things that kind of threw me into staying at home after working for what felt like my entire adult life. Got you. I got you. So one thing, you know, about this podcast is that I like to kind of compare and contrast the differences. So I'm obviously, I work full-time and you're stay-at-home full-time. So I want to kind of walk our listeners through what our days look like, because I think, in my opinion, that they're very different, but I think that they're probably equally as challenging. Don't you think so? I agree. For sure. Being a mother itself is challenging. Absolutely. So for me, I, um, you know, I get up about 530 in the morning and I um, have to get myself dressed and get myself ready for the day. And then I need to go in there and make their lunches for school because, you know, they both go to school and then, uh, you know, I need to make their breakfast. Then I have to get them up. They get up around six and then I uh, get them breakfast and get them dressed and have to get them in the car and we leave by 645. And then, you know, it's a a uh, crazy day until I pick them up and then we go to after school activities or whatever. So um, there's not a lot of time for me to get my stuff done <laughs> during the day that I need to get done. So I feel like I'm constantly uh, running and constantly stressed and constantly just trying to keep up with everything. So uh, walk me through kind of what your day looks like. So for us, our little alarm clock is named Carter. <laughs> so he, for some reason, just one day started waking up at 7.30 in the mornings and has woken up at 7.30 in the morning every single morning since then. 
which is, you know, late for some people, like you said, you wake up at 530. So for us to be able to wake up at 730, that is nice. But for me, I am such a hard sleeper and I love my sleep. So being woken up at 730 in the morning is one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm awake. Now I have to get my day started. No matter what, I have to get my day started because they're awake. And so then once they're awake, we do the whole breakfast and TV and I'll, you know, pick up around the house and do the laundry and the dishes and whatever didn't get done the night before. And then for the most part, we spend our days kind of just doing, you know, whatever comes, whatever happens that day is what happens that day. We don't really plan or have any structure around our days, which sometimes I do regret is not having that calendar or whatever to go off of. Because for me, it wasn't a necessity to schedule my days if I'm going to be at home anyways. I always felt like, you know, you've got all of the time in the world, which ended up not being a good thing because, you know, there are some days I wish that I did kind of schedule everything. Just my personality is so very by the book and let's do everything, you know, on a schedule. And it in the grand scheme of things, that sounded like it would be so much easier. If being a stay-at-home mom, it's not because, you know, you can try and plan things, but then, you know, nap time has to happen. Lunches, you know, whatever errands need to be ran that day. Like, But on the flip side of that, just from my point of view, I'm going, oh man, you have the freedom to go and get done what you need to get done when you need to get done, right? So if you need to go to the grocery store, you can go at 10, you can go at three, you can go at five, like you can go with what works around y'all's schedule, be, uh, your kids' schedules, right? Because you're, like you said, naps still have to happen, lunch still has to happen, all those things still have to happen, but you don't have something that's like holding you to that certain schedule so you can really get things done when you need to get them done. Do you feel like that's kind of, like a pro of having, you know, being a stay at home mom sometimes? I would say so. Yeah. Because, you know, as much as I personally would want to have that schedule, you know, everything done by the book or whatever. Yeah. It is nice to be able to have that freedom to do things, you know, you know, on my own pace or on our pace on however our days fall. Yeah. So what are some of the other things that you consider good things about being a stay at home mom? What do you enjoy about it? This is the emotional part. Um, I have really, I have really enjoyed um, being able to watch my kids grow. I, I know a lot of people don't get that, but being able to see my kids grow and get to experience all of those firsts with them has been, I'm lucky. I'm so blessed. And you know what? I can totally relate to that because that's something that as a working mom that I have really stressed myself over, over the years is, am I missing out? Like, am I missing something that, that I'm never going to be able to get back. Right. Because we can never get these years back. Like both, you know, our babies are really young and it's, it's stressful to think that I might miss something while they're at school during the day that I'm, I'm never going to be able to get back this time. So I agree with you. That is such a blessing. And that has definitely got to be one of the absolute best things about being a stay at home mom, along with being able to probably have way more time to get laundry done and dishes done and everything. Cause my house is much more of a wreck than yours normally is. <laughs> no, not even. Oh my gosh. That is like, <laughs> that I would say is so inaccurate because as much time as I have, it's being a mom. Like I like to say, like I lead by my kids. Like I lead our life by, you know, I'm kind of following my kids in a sense because as much as I'm, you know, I am the mom. So I'm the authority during the day. Like when my husband's at work, like I, I should be the one that's like, no, we're doing this. But also as my kids have gotten older, I've been able to watch like their personalities grow. And so I'm actually able to see like their personalities, like they're so completely opposite. Um, being able to kind of just let them lead us and by our days like has been 
challenging yet also a good thing because you know if, if they want to go run around outside and play like let's go run around outside and play but there are days that I'm like you guys let's take a nap like let's lay down and take a nap and that's the only way we can get a nap in is if they're acting wild and crazy and they need a nap I've got to lay down and take a nap with them too I don't have to but like it's whenever I do that that you know the laundry and the dishes and everything else does take that back seat because you know you're going off of what our kids want to do 100%. So there's something right there that we can relate to that we both experience is sometimes the stuff has to, you know, chores and whatnot have to take a back seat to our kids because that's time we can't get back. And those are experiences that we can't get back. So I completely share that with you because I get home in the evening sometimes and I'm like, you know what? All this can wait because I get how much time with them and how long is this going to last? So I can totally relate to that. So tell me if, is there ever a time that you wish that you were working? All the time. Not all the time. Most of the time because I went from, I mean, I had my first job when I was 15, 16 years old and I worked up until I had Carter or Kylie. And for what I felt was like I was getting to the peak of my career at that time. I felt like I was so close to becoming this, you know, property manager of this really nice apartment complex that I had been so fortunate to work at and for this company that I had been fortunate to work for and for that to kind of be taken out of my control. And for me, Personally, I like to to know and have that control over every aspect of my life. So for that to be kind of like taken away from me, it was really hard because, you know, you don't prepare to have kids unless you're actually preparing to have kids. So I didn't prepare to have either of my children. So then to be thrown from being in the workforce to going and staying at home and thinking, oh, you know, this is going to be cake. It was not cake because for one, nobody knows what it takes to be a mom mm -hmm. until you become a mom. Amen. So it's funny that you say all those things, because I guess that's one thing that I would consider if we're talking, you know, as far as pros and cons go, that would be a pro for me is that I do enjoy my career and my work. And I have not haven't had to give that up because, you know, I've, I've just stayed working versus, you know, we were talking a minute ago about cons. And one of the cons for me is I feel like I'm missing out. And I feel like, you know, I watch your life and you get to stay home with your kids and see everything that they're doing and be involved every day. And I'm so envious of that sometimes. So that's one thing to my listeners that I really want to point out is that just remember that as much as you might be envious of somebody else that you're, you're looking at or you're seeing, especially on social media, Taylor and I were talking about that earlier, about how hard it is to compare yourselves to everybody in the world now uh, through the internet. But just remember that there's other people out there that are looking at you and wishing that they had your life, just like you're looking at other people and wishing that you had theirs. So uh, the moral of this story, obviously, is that we all struggle. Um, nobody has it harder. Working moms don't have it harder. Stay-at-home moms certainly don't have it easier. I 100% have always thought that I don't have the strength that a stay-at-home mom has. I couldn't do it. I watched Taylor do it. I can't. I don't know how she does it. She's superwoman in my eyes. So like I always tell y'all, when you're encountering other women and other moms, show grace, have grace, and just remember that uh, we're all struggling with something. And sometimes it's different things, and sometimes it's a lot of the same things. So uh, I just want to thank you, Taylor, for being here tonight. Thank you, listeners. And we'll be back with another episode soon.